New government, new attitude towards rules around lending. They're having another crack at the triple CFA. This is the Credit Contracts and Consumer Finance Act. Uh, the prescriptive affordability requirements for lower risk lending will be removed, apparently, and a more substantial review of the triple CFA will be done. Uh, the Commerce and Consumer Affairs Minister, Andrew Bailey, is in charge of all of this, and he's with us. Andrew, morning to you. Good morning, mate. I followed this with a great deal of interest. The triple CFA was a cock-up and a dog's breakfast. Is that fair? Yes. Right. Can you fix it? Well, I'm, I'm having to say, what are the different approach I'm taking from previous attempts is I'm actually engaging with the industry. So there, there's two issues to what I'm trying to address. One is that we want to make sure that uh, vulnerable New Zealanders don't get preyed upon by high-cost lenders, and that's an important consideration. But where we've ended up now with the rule changes is a lot of people who uh, should be able to get credit don't get credit now, don't get money so, for instance, banks tell us that between 6 and 7% of mortgage applicants who would have previously got money now can't get money, and that's the worst thing. And I think the biggest issue is short-term small loans. That's where, because the high cost of processing a loan now because of the triple CFO requirements, uh, small institutions, you know, co-ops, whatever, now find it very expensive to actually process a small loan, and therefore... The car breaks down, 600 bucks. Where do I go and get 600 bucks from? And what we're doing is forcing people to go and talk to unregulated people to get that money. So where you and Labor were probably on the same page, you would argue previously there was an issue to be addressed. You needed to close down or hinder the loan shark type Certainly. operator. Is that fair? Yeah, and, and I was very supportive even when I was on the select committee to address this. But what happened is that the government then went away and did regulations. And the minister, and I think, officials, whatever, can't dreamed up these regulations and then impose in the legislation some um, penalties on CEOs saying if you make this up, you're personally liable for 250000 yeah. And then the Comcom went round and told everyone you're going to be sued. So what happened then is everyone, including very reputable organisations, all went, I could be ultra-conservative, and then naturally closed down a lot of sort of margin, if you can put it marginal or small cost lending, or even to, even to someone who they thought was a marginal cost, uh, case, they now don't get credit. Exactly. That's the issue we've got. You mentioned the ComCom. You're switching it to the FMA. I don't want to sort of frazzle people's minds at this hour of the morning. Uh, the, what are the FMA going to do that the ComCom couldn't? Well, the, move to, uh, the proposed move to take triple uh, C CFA oversight from ComCom to FMA is not because ComCom's not doing a good job. The reason I'm doing that is if you talk to market um, operators at the moment, they're saying, I've got three regulators I'm accountable to. I've got accountable to the Super Bank, I'm accountable to the FMA, I'm accountable to ComCom on certain issues. What I announced yesterday, a more strategic issue, is I want people to have two regulators, one a prudential, which is about banking related, uh, capital and stuff, uh, with the Reserve Bank and all conduct to be undertaken by the FMA. And that's a, what they call technically Twin Peaks model. That was the original intent. And we've ended up with a very messy model, partly because of what uh, the government decided to do is give the responsibility of triple CFA to ComCom. Yeah. In really simple terms at the end of it, once you flush this thing through, I'm not going to go get a loan and they're going to go, look, Mike, you had far too many coffees last week and we can't trust you, therefore we're not going to yeah. give you a loan. That's all done. Yeah, we're going to try and remove some some of that. Well, what I want to do is remove uh, responsible lending and uh, give a better test to people who can afford to get money to be able to get money. 
where we've got high cost lenders, I want to make sure that they're still subject to pretty good oversight. So it's not about loosening up the high cost. But that was the original intent of the Act, is to make sure that high cost lenders are subject to sufficient oversight. But we've got to free up, you know, the, the banks. We've got to free up um, people like cooperatives or um, uh, commercial unions who all work for their, their own members who don't have a profit motive, who are very responsible in, in the main. And I want to free up that side of it, particularly for small loans. In the worst case I talked about, your car breaks down, going to cost you 600 bucks. you have to get to work tomorrow. Where do you go and get that money yeah. if you don't have a standing overdraft for the bank? Good luck with it, Andrew. Appreciate it very much. Bit of common sense returning. See, it's not that hard. Uh, and the thing is that you alluded to the banks early on and the industry uh, the industry screamed at David Clark, and they said, this is a disaster. Believe us, don't do it. And, of course, he knew better. And look what happened. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.